everyone and welcome back. A new year is bringing a new season for this podcast. I want to wish everyone a happy 2023. I know I disappeared a bit for six-ish months for my four, I think, followers. So I'm sorry about that for you four. But I had to take a step back to graduate college, focus on my last semester, and I'm back and I'm ready to talk about some amazing books this year. I really wanted to change up this podcast and make it just kind of like a really homey little mini book club for us all. Um, It's going to have the same focus on physical and mental wellness, but I want it to be a positive place for us to get together and share some thoughts about our favorite reads. Reading, I think, is something that a lot of people really want to like, but a lot of people (laughs) really don't have the energy to get into or are kind of iffy about starting, where to start. They don't really know what genres they like. So I am here to hopefully help you start this wonderful habit. If you don't know, I was an English major in college. It was one of my majors. I was a double major. But I graduated my English degree from UF last December, so last month. Um, And I'm just kind of really excited to share what I've learned. And I noticed that a lot of people on TikTok and Instagram are talking a lot about certain reads and authors, um, not to mention Colleen Hoover. So we're going to talk a little bit about her. Um, Just kind of easy reads, harder reads, what genres you might like when why. And I'm just really excited. I really liked being a part of my sororities book club. And I thought it would be a really great idea to provide kind of a podcast version of a book club where I can talk about my interpretations, other people's interpretations, book controversies in the comfort of, you know, your own home. So if you've been wanting to get into reading, uh, lower your screen time even, sleep better, and add another really healthy habit to your routine, keep listening. So that being said, in the show notes, I have posted a link to a Google form I created where you can share your thoughts on the book pick of the week. So I really do not want you guys to be shy about this. I want you to put what you really think in here. Uh, the The great thing about literature is there are no wrong answers as long as you have something from the text to back up your opinion. Because unless you're the author, no one really knows the true answer. And you won't. So I think you guys are really going to like a lot of the books I'm planning to talk about this year. I have a really great list set up so far, and I'm just really excited to talk about all of these. We have a mix of some current bestsellers, like I said, some Colleen Hoover out there for all the Colleen Hoover lovers. And then even some literary classics, especially for my listeners in high school and college. I really want to help you out by sharing some of my thoughts on some of the most commonly assigned literary classics. I've gotten to know them pretty well over the last eight years, four years of high school, four years of college. So I think I have a lot to share, a lot to say. All right, just a little more of a life update for me. I graduated college. That was honestly crazy. I can't believe I did that. Um... It was crazy because in it was a fall semester graduation, so not, I, you know, spring is the semester where everyone's like super hyped, everything's about graduation, everything, and this one it was kind of like not unexpected because I knew I was graduating then, but it was, it was more low-key, and then once it happened, it really just kind of like hit me in the face. I remember, I think it was the night of graduation after we had like a little family party and everything, and then once my family left, Dusty's family took me out to dinner, which was super nice. We went to Spurrier's, great food, had the lobster mac and cheese. Highly recommend, by the way. Um, and then 
I opened their card after they left and it was just like so sweet and I just started crying after that I looked at Dusty and I was like I think it finally hit me because that day I had only been out of class and not doing assignments for only like three days so it's gotten it's gotten it was it was really crazy and it's bizarre not having anything to do not having anything to work on I'm doing job interviews job applications a lot of time which are are a lot of work in itself it's almost my mom always says like it's a almost like a full-time job applying to jobs it is a lot of work but it's crazy not having a set schedule kind of just like getting the time to be a person for a little while (laughs) so that's really nuts I had an interview for I'm not going to say the position because I I don't think that would be appropriate um, on Thursday and it was a whole process I've it was the most rigorous like interview type thing I've ever been through but only one part of it was the interview I think I I think I did really well with the actual interview portion the ladies were super nice and then we had to take this test which was like a bubble sheet and the test was like an hour and 20 minutes and it was uh based on like a video that they put up on a projector and then the video would ask you questions so there's no pausing or anything like there's no time to to stop and like think about it really um and I realized like I messed I like fucked up my bubble sheet which was super embarrassing and I didn't say anything I just like quickly erased and tried to fix it but so I don't know if anyone's ever done this but like I (laughs) this is not my first time doing this by the way it's just been a while but I skipped accidentally one of the numbers one of the bubble sheet numbers and so I was answering continuously for the wrong question for like seven questions and I had to go back and try and fix it but I did get a call back from them so apparently they liked me uh it was really nice of Dusty to come and just kind of sit in the car with our new puppy Bailey for like four hours which was like there was no specific reason that he would need to do that other than I did not want to go alone. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Um, speaking of Bailey, she's with me now. She is a little pit bull mix. She is the cutest thing ever. She's just about four months old and she is our child now. I love her so much. Um, let's see. I've been getting back into my writing and, you know, that's when I feel most grounded. My running journey is really paying off. I'm hitting a lot of my goals. I'm consistently eating healthy and just finding ways to improve. I keep on doing similar workouts and really getting my mileage up there. That's my new goal to try and get as many miles in a week as possible without, you know, hurting myself. But I'm really happy with the way that's going. And, you know, I've been consistently eating healthy and improving my skincare routine. My current winter moment, my favorite thing to do this winter is have a bath read in the bath and have some wine and chocolate and just like a really nice bubble bath my tip for this is to use a really you know sensitive bubble bath I use the baby bubble bath by Johnson and Johnson it's it's just the best it's not going to like you know harm any female areas like some kind of bath bombs and bubble baths do so if you're looking for something a little more um prone to sensitive skin I would definitely try that so um with that all being said I'm going to end off the intro there and let's get into vision board planning for 2023 if you've never made a vision board I highly recommend I've been doing it for a little while now I usually do it by year or by season just kind of whatever feels right it's a really good way to just visualize your goals for the year and keep yourself accountable 
I was actually assigned this as a junior in high school as one of like the first assignments of the year but it was it wasn't as cool because you had to just cut out stuff from old magazines and it's not like as tailored to you I definitely like to use Pinterest um but again after this assignment like I never thought about it again until college um so 2023 is going to be your change, romance, health, success, wealth. I know it. I'm manifesting it. The first step is to visualize. The second step is to just make it happen. Start working towards it. If you think of it as yours, it will be. There's really nothing stopping you. So like I said, I make my vision boards using Pinterest, but you can definitely um, use Google. You can use magazines, just whatever you have. You can do it online or you can do it on paper. A lot of people like to print them out. Uh, get a poster board from like the Dollar Tree and glue them on and then hang it somewhere in their house, probably like their room or their bathroom. But I use Pinterest and then I put it together on Canva. I save all these pins to a board and then I simply just copy and paste the photos into a collage and I move them around and resize them until I'm satisfied. I had a blast making my 2023 vision board and I thought I'd share some of the things on it in case anyone is reaching similar goals this year. So first, as you may have guessed from the kind of style this podcast is switching to, uh, is a picture of a girl reading at a little table. And for me, this represents getting back into my reading. It makes a huge difference in my mental health, and I've always enjoyed it. So I'm really glad that I'm taking the initiative and realizing that this is a healthy habit. And for people who struggle with getting into reading, this is what I've noticed when I'm just like, kind of like, oh, I don't want to read right now. It's not the act of reading that's the hard part. That's the easy part. The hard part is the act of like being like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to like pick up the book and just like get in bed and start reading. That's what is the hardest. So I know that it's not like the actual reading that I don't like. I love the reading. Once you start reading, it gets easier. Like, oh, wow. Like, I don't know why I was like procrastinating this. It's just the simple act of like getting off the couch and getting your book. That's all I really think it is. So, yeah. Another picture I have on my vision board is a stack of journals, and this represents both continuing with my writing my book and continuing with my daily journaling. I've been slacking a bit on both, so I know how happy they both make me, and I really want to bring that energy with me into 2023. I also have a few different running photos on here because running has made me feel so much better in my body and mind, especially over the last six months. I've really just kind of thrown myself into it. I've been really consistent and reaching my goals, and I'm just kind of really excited to keep that going and see where it can take me. The next group of photos I have on here are career-related, and since I have a lot of opportunities in front of me, and I'm not sure which degree I'm going to put to use yet, since I've applied to jobs in both fields, I keep the I kept these pictures from Pinterest a little vague, kind of just like women in business photos. Like I think one is um, two women shaking hands. There's another like really organized work desk and this is really just to help me feel more confident because let me tell you it's awkward doing interviews especially when you're so young and you're applying to a professional situation um a professional position i'm 22 a lot of these employers are going to look at me and be like why should i trust you with this position type of thing and i kind of answer that with i may be young i know i'm only 22 um i'm young enough to be relatable which would help a lot of people, but I'm also educated enough to make the right decisions and really know what I need to do. And that will probably, that answer would probably work for a lot of positions. So 
I really wanted to include something on there that was just a little bit more professional so that when I'm doing these interviews and I'm looking to start a new job, I can, I can just have a little confidence boost. Uh, so then I have some romance photos to remind myself that I want to prioritize romance this year. Quality time with Dusty is definitely really high on my list for this year. Uh, date nights, hikes with the dogs, and more cooking together. Yes, I want all of that in 2023. I want a lot more of it. I'm excited. And the last major thing I have on my vision board is a set of house keys. Whenever it may be, I want Dusty and I to get a new place. Our first apartment together is really great. It's small. It doesn't have a lot of storage. Um, so with two dogs, it gets a little kind of suffocating. So it would really be nice to have a bigger place. Like I said, I don't know, this could take us anywhere, but I would really like to just have a fresh start and move into a new place together. So I kind of hope that gives you a little bit um, in for inspiration for your own vision boards. Again, you do not have to have the same goals as mine, but I would definitely recommend Pinterest for looking at photos so you can feel like your vision board is more tailored to you. Um, otherwise, it just might not feel as real, feel like something you are making. So uh, yeah, and it will really be good to help you remind yourself of these goals every time you get out of bed. If you're, I have it mine as my back, uh, as my lock screen for my laptop. So I see that every day. I see that every morning when I'm having my coffee and it's just really good to keep myself accountable. So speaking of healthy habits to bring into 2023, let's talk some more about reading. I could not be more excited to introduce the podcast to the, the podcast book club's first pick, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. Just to get you into a little bit of a book sleeve summary so you know what this is all about, this book follows high school senior Pippa Fitzamobi as she attempts to solve a five-year-old cold missing persons case for a school project. Pippa is organized, bold, but not quite ready for everything she uncovers in her investigation. Five years prior, high school it girl Andy Bell disappeared and the town of Fairview zeroed in on her boyfriend Sal Singh as this prime suspect, especially after he committed a suspicious, suicide, a suspicious suicide after her disappearance. And what Pip discovers over the coming months might just lead her to Andy and maybe more. I'm not going to spoil much with my review, but I do want to share with you what I thought about this book. First, it's written in a very modern style. It's simple and easy to understand. It's a really quick read and may not seem like it when you pick up the book because it's, it's pretty thick, but it is a very quick read. Some lines may be a cliche, but you know, the way Jackson writes, if you think you have everything figured out, think again. You don't. And I don't want to knock on her too much for this kind of cliche styled writing. It's the same way I feel about Colleen Hoover in most of her books. It's, um, Maybe it's just because I spent so much time studying a lot of dense literature, but it's not that it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's just a little cliche, and I feel like, you know, the voice of it feels like it's been done a lot of times before, but on the other hand, her plot, fantastic. I don't think there is a book that feels as much like this as like a kind of like a true crime, young adult true crime, so I am a big fan. So kind of beyond all that, Pip is a really likable protagonist, and, you know, this is necessary. No one wants to read a book where the main character is a douche. Everyone wants to like and relate to the protagonist, and I really felt that in this book. 
she's smart she's driven maybe a little goody two shoes but that's definitely part of the plot my main issue with her though is how realistic her efforts are as a criminology student that looked into local missing missing persons cases i know it would be wildly wildly inappropriate to contact the family of a missing person if you are not a member of law enforcement or some other kind of private investigator or professional lucky for pip this is fiction so no harm no foul i just have this kind of horrible worry that young readers might get caught up in the idea of investigating on their own and unintentionally harass mourning family members in their area that may be a long shot but i know a lot of people like to immerse themselves in this type of thing and especially with all the tiktok sleuths out there who yes it might have helped solve the gabby petito case but in the case of you know the idaho student murders you're really just accusing people and really damaging their lives and reputations off of no facts so if you're not a professional by all means enjoy all the true crime you want look into it read about it but please don't go out there and throw wild accusations or contact family members of missing persons it's just not appropriate and there's nothing really good that's going to come out of that (laughs) but like i said This is fiction, so it's all good. I just don't think it would really translate into real life. But my favorite thing about this book, my favorite thing, was how it kept me on the absolute edge of my seat. I wasn't expecting it to be so thrilling. I like to think I'm pretty good at predicting plot points in movies and books. I really am. Especially when I find the dialogue a little cliche. I underestimated her. I did. Trust me. But this book is shocking at times, and I did not think it was going to be. I thought this was kind of going to be more of a pretty little liars super young adult type book but no this book gets dark and i loved it i loved all the dark and twisted turns it took and just how creepy it got i read this around halloween so it was literally perfect timing but this book was so hard to put down let me tell you i found myself staying up way later than usual and as bad as this sounds i even read some during class i'm sorry professor i I couldn't stop. I really couldn't. It was that good. For a fictional story, it has a really very authentic true crime feel, especially with the way Jackson wrote it. In part, it's a traditional third-person narrative that has like a really modern tone, like I said, but to make it feel more authentic and investigative, it also has chapters made up of entirely interview transcripts. There are maps and diagrams with timestamps, which really allows you to visualize the entire whereabouts of Andy on her last night before she went missing. And this was such a great twist for me. I love something new that can keep me on my toes. I found myself actually timing everything out in my head, like all the timestamps, and then flipping back to the map every time Pip discovered something new so I could figure out, you know, where that was and how long it would have taken. And besides that, uh, for my romance lovers out there, Pip might just find love along the way. For true romance fans, though, this love story is pretty tame, so don't get too excited. After all, the true objective of this novel is solving the case, and really nothing is going to take away from that. Her romantic relationship sparks near the end, which is a little frustrating for those of us waiting for one of them to make a move, but like I said, I was mostly too focused on solving the mystery to care too much. Overall, this book was such a thrill to read. It may appear long, but I seriously went through it so fast, it didn't feel like it. Trust me, you'll find yourself reading for a lot longer than you've planned. If you're like, okay, I'm going to read for like 20 minutes before bed, 
that's probably going to turn into more like an hour. I'm sorry. It's just true. Um, so moving on to like my rating, just because I'm a tough critic, I'm going to give this book a seven out of 10. Jackson was super creative and setting up such a complex crime. Seriously, it's, there are so many levels to this crime and a character with enough energy to solve it. The lack of plausibility bothered me a little, but it's somewhat easy to forget when you're busy appreciating the scope of Pip's investigation. If you're looking to get into reading and really start this new habit for yourself, this is the perfect book to begin with, which is exactly why I wanted it to be our first book club pick. So now that you know some of the exciting details, it's time to get your hands on a copy and let me know what you think. I ordered mine on Amazon, got here in literally two days, but I'm sure you could go to any bookstore, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, and find yourself a copy. So thank you all so much for tuning in to our first ever book club episode. I'm really excited about returning to the podcast and taking it in a new direction. You can now expect an episode every other Tuesday with a new exciting pick to talk about. There is a link in the show notes for a Google form with questions about each week's pick because I would love to share some of your thoughts on the pod, so please feel free to write in some of your opinions and spread the word. I really want a lot of people to get into reading. <laughs> As usual, you can follow me on TikTok for more at CallieXDane and the pod on Instagram at a sweet sunrise underscore pod. Happy reading, everyone, and I'll see you next time.